The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Hello, it's Kristen Spencer again from inside of my storytelling den. Uh, on behalf of Literary Symmetry, I have a huge smudge on my glasses. I'm just going to clean that off, but... The last few days have been pretty crazy because I've been uh, working on the final touches for uh, story filters and Write This Way, and also a Writing 101 course, which stemmed from the Writing 101 episodes on this podcast slash channel. And so I was like, you know what? I got to uh, 70 episodes on the podcast. I'm going to take a break and just focus on this crazy thing I'm trying to do. And so today I'm back. We finished the self-empathy for writers. And today uh, I was going to talk about failure. But before I talk about that, I have like a pressing thing I need to tell you. And it's going to be hard to hear. But that doesn't mean that you don't need to hear it. And in fact, because I love you so much, I'm going to stab you in the front instead of in the back. And I'm going to tell you something that uh, you need to know. But let's like backtrack a little bit, okay? So uh, over the last few days, I've gotten quite a few mentee requests through one of the Facebook groups that I post in. I have not posted in there this week, actually, because I've been so busy with all the stuff I'm developing. Um, But I... I was like, okay, yeah, send me the first five pages of your manuscript, and I'll, I'll try to help you out. And that's normally what I do. And a lot of times people are like, let me just send you the whole thing. I'm like, no, please, please don't send me the whole thing. First of all, I'm not going to edit your manuscript for free. And it's not okay for you to think that I would do that. So if I'm mentoring you, that means I'm going to teach you how to write better, not that I'm going to work for free for you, just in case you're wondering what that means, <laughs> because apparently a lot of people don't understand. Uh, and so I I got a manuscript a couple days ago, and I was looking through it, and I was like, oh, man, this is all summarizing and telling, which is not good. That's not what you want to do. And the problem that I keep running into with people who are sending me these projects is they have, like, 90,000 words or 100,000 words or 120,000 words of them summarizing stuff inside of a story, and it's all wrong, and Like, (laughs) I know what it feels like to realize that you have to rewrite something that long. And so that's why I have chosen, actively chosen, to not rewrite any of the Desires and Decision books I wrote uh, starting almost 10 years ago because they're long. Like, the first book is 99,000 words. It's too long for the genre, first of all. And there's too much of my time that I would pour into a book that I know has no target audience. Now I know that. Um, I didn't know it back then. But that's why I'm trying to uh, create all these programs and stuff because, 
listen, you can't just write 100,000 words and think that you'll magically get better at writing. And this is the thing that I want to say that I know is going to sting because it stung for me to realize it, but you need to hear it. And that's why I'm telling you, okay? I always tell my kids, do your best. And I mean it. I mean it. But just because you or I or they do the best that we can, that doesn't mean that the thing that we've made is actually good. I know. I know it hurts. I know that stings because I keep getting these ginormous manuscripts that are honestly all bad. And the only thing, the only way to fix them is to rewrite them. And so I feel a sudden urge to do something that Travis, my husband, has been telling me to do for months, for months. He's been like, you need to teach people how to write using short stories. And I'm like, no, short stories are harder to write than novels. And he's like, yeah, but they write these really long things. And then there's no hope that they can ever rewrite them without just wanting to give up. And I was like, okay, that's valid. Listen, short stories are harder to write because you have to get more in in, in fewer words, and that's hard, and that takes a, a special kind of discernment. But the thing is, like, I can teach that discernment to you, and I can help you understand how to rewrite a short story. It's not going to help you very much if I'm like, look at all these things. Look at all these mini principles. Now go rewrite your 100,000-word manuscript. You're going to feel like you're dying inside, which is how I feel every time I think about the Plunge into Darkness series, which, by the way, has to be completely rewritten. But I want to. I love that story, so I'm going to rewrite it. So I'm going to announce something that sounds crazy, all right? In February, I am going to launch a 30-day course that teaches you how to write using short stories so that you can scale all of the skills that I'm going to teach you in order to write a novel that does not need to be rewritten. Did you hear, Did you hear what I just said? I'm going to use short stories, which are harder in the beginning to write, so that you don't have to go back and rewrite 100,000 words because that feels impossible and it feels painful. And there's no need for you to do that. There's no need for you to feel that way uh, because now I know all the tricks. I know all the stuff that will help you write a good book the first time that, that's helping me write. Uh, good books the first time, even though I haven't published anything personally lately uh, from fiction, I've decided that I'm going to go ahead and release basically all the books that I've been keeping on my computer uh, in 2021. So you'll start to see quite a few things coming out for me, but I, it, it just has to stop. It has to stop because we have these activities. And if you're going through NaNoWriMo right now and you're like, uh, my book is junk, but I'm just learning to write every day. That's fine. You're forming a good habit, okay? But do you really want to write all your books that way? Do you really want to have it so that people like me who are trying to help have to, like, stab you in the face to help you realize that, yes, you tried your best, but you don't have the skill set yet to be able to take a story idea and write 100,000 words about it? And I don't like I don't like saying that to people. My goal is to have it so that I can just be like, look, if you do this the first time you try to write something so long, you're going to be able to do it successfully instead of having to tell them after the fact, after they've spent months or years working on a project that, hey, this whole thing needs to be like scrapped and redone. I've had to do that with so many of like my novel coaching clients and like the look on their face is just I can't. I cannot. 
And that's why I am telling you that starting in February, I'm going to do this challenge. And if you want to learn how to write so that you won't have to rewrite hundreds of thousands of words, you can join me. And I'll set up a page today to collect email addresses uh, for people who want to do it because it's just too heartbreaking for me to have to do this anymore. And I understand how it feels to get that message. I don't want to give that message. Uh, But like, and it's so hard to be like, you worked so hard and this is not publishable. Like, I want to cry thinking about it. I've had to tell two people that in the last few days. (laughs) And I'm like, it's too, too many. Okay. (laughs) And, and also people are like, oh, why don't you just want me to send the whole manuscript? And I'm like, I can tell everything I need to know about your writing from the first five pages. And I've talked about that. I talked about that in uh, the Write This Way course. And I'll talk about it some more here. Um, But the thing is, you put your best foot forward on the first five pages because you know it's important because you know that the you have like such a limited window in which to grab the attention and loyalty of the reader. So I know you're going to do your best in the first five pages. And so many times, like I'll start reading it and it's like, Five pages of a lead-in to a time jump. Don't do that. (laughs) Start with the action. Start with your hook. And then you can go back and fill us in if you really need to. We don't need to see every character grow up, okay? Uh, I I know that, like, a lot of people are like, well, as a reader, you should be patient. And if you see that the character is a kid, then you should understand that that kid will grow up. Um, But a lot of readers don't have patience for that. And instead of encouraging readers to do what you want them to do so you can write the story the way you want, you have to realize that you're putting out a consumable. And we've talked about that before. And we've talked about how readers uh, are consumers and they consume your writing as a product that you sell to them. And a lot of writers are like, that's not romantic. Well, that's the truth. And so if you're not creating a product that people want – it's not going to sell and you're going to feel sad. (laughs) But if you want to write a book for yourself, fine. But then don't be mad that readers are too impatient to follow you on this weird path that you're taking them on. Get to the action. Get to the hook. Show me these three things. Why I should care about your character. Okay? What is the most important thing to the character What will happen to the character if they don't get what they want? Those are the three things I should see on the very first page of your manuscript. And if you're like, Kristen, that's too hard. I can't do that. Okay, that's fine. That's why I'm here, because I'm going to help you learn to do that. If you sign up for my 30-day challenge, which is I just committed to that today, and now I'm going to have to make it, even though I'm already making Storyteller Mindset and Get Your Mind Right, which are coming out uh, in a few weeks. So, um, you know, those are about mindset and you can't like, this is a, you're on a writing journey. Okay. It's not one day. You're not a writer. The next day you're the world's best writer. That's not how it works. And I'm going to cut out as much time as I possibly can for you so that you can actually get to the amazing part, which is the storytelling. But you can't skip over all these other steps. You can skip over writing critique groups because I'm going to tell you everything you need to know that you would learn painfully in a writing critique group, by the way, if you sign up for the Write This Way course or buy the Write This Way books. Because 
I want to save you 10 years of suffering, which is what I went through. But you can't skip over everything. And if you want to be a good writer, if you want to be a successful storyteller, which is my goal, and I hope that's your goal, then there are a lot of things you just can't skip over. And writing 100,000 words will get you into the habit of writing, but it will not make you a better writer unless you have outside stimuli, stimulus, stimuli, whichever, they're both acceptable uh, alternate terms, right? Uh, you take those in and you realize how you can apply them to your storytelling. And I also want to add that there are scenes that are perfectly fine to go in any other place in your story, but they don't fit as the first scene. And you have to learn the difference. And that's one of the things that we're going to tackle in the challenge. Uh, and I just, you know, I don't, I'm not going to have the challenge be free. I'll just tell you that right now. Because if you don't pay for it, you're not going to appreciate how awesome it is. And if you want to get rid of the pain that you're in right now that you feel from me telling you just because you try hard, it doesn't mean you're a good writer, then you should be willing to scrape and save whatever you can to be able to get into this course, which I would love to give away for free, but I know you're not going to value it then. So that, that's why I have to charge for things, because if I don't charge for things, people don't value them. And you can be like, well, have you, uh, how do you know that, Kristen? Have you tried giving away things for free? Yes, for years. And it wasn't until people started paying for these things that they were like, oh, this really helped me. This changed my life. I'm like, oh, so all that stuff that I've heard about how why you shouldn't give away things for free is true. And I have to stop doing that. And that's why I stopped doing it. And uh, I am going to give away five very expensive things right now. And if you hear this and you're or you listen to this or you watch this and you are one of the first five people to email me about this, I'm going to do my best to change your life for nothing but tears and hard work. OK, so uh, I don't know if any of you saw the cold open that Dave Chappelle gave when he was on SNL. It was intense to say the least. I really love and respect Dave Chappelle. Uh, you know, he's doing his best to affect the world for change. And he's like, so for all of you white people who actually care, why don't you try the kindness conspiracy? I think is what it's called or the compassion, something like that. And uh, he's like, just pick five black people and do something to help them not because they deserve it, but because they don't deserve it, because that's what you experience every day as someone who's white. And I was like, that's true. Um, and so what I'm going to do is if you are uh, African, black, and you live in the U.S. and you email me, I am going to give you novel coaching and uh, mentorship for free. I'm going to give you thousands of dollars worth of coaching for free. Because I believe that there need to be more manuscripts written by the African-American community in the writing world. And uh, I, I think that, you know, I, can, I know I can help. I know I can help you if you're watching this, if you're listening to this. Uh, and you email me. Uh, you can email me at KNS. Those are my initials. At LiterarySymmetry.com. And just put in the subject line, Dave Chappelle. And for the first five people who do that, 
I am going to spend the next six months helping you become an amazing writer so that you can get the story of your heart out and share it. And I'm going to actually walk you through the steps of self-publishing if that's what you want. Uh, or you can try traditional publishing. Whichever thing you want, I'm going to help you create a manuscript that is awesome. And I'm going to teach you how to replicate the process over and over again so that you can start your storytelling journey. So there's that. That's the only thing I'm giving away for free as far as services anymore. Uh, obviously, Story Filters is going to be free, and that's coming next week. I'm so excited. I, I cannot wait for you to see it. I cannot wait for you to do it because I know it's going to change your writing. Change your writing forever in just one lesson. And I wish, I wish I had had this when I first started writing because I would have written 20 awesome books by now. That's how much this one thing can change your writing. And my dogs are barking outside. <laughs> so that's what I have for you today. I'm excited for February. I'm excited for those five people who uh, they're going to level up their writing with me personally. And um, I, I care about you. I love you, you storytellers. I just want to help you get to the place where you're not having to rewrite something that's 100,000 words long because that's just too hard. It's too hard and life is too short. And uh, yeah, at, at some point, I'm also going to start a blog called The First Five Pages or something like that, where I just people send me their manuscript and I'm just going to tear it apart for them and be like, look, this is what you could do instead. This is how you can convince me that I should spend my time and money on you as a reader. I, I'm sorry if I stabbed you in the face and it hurt, but <laughs> I had to do it because I care about you. So uh, remember... Let's end this on a positive note. It is never too late to tell the story of your heart. Happy weekend. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing.